Hello, today is the 25th of March, and it is the Solemnity of the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So I invite you to pray with me the collect appointed for today, and also, as we are still in Lent, the collect for Ash Wednesday as well. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought unto the glory of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On the collect for today, we, first of all, begin by asking God to pour his grace into our hearts. Uh, without, of course, his grace, we cannot know him, we cannot believe in him, we cannot trust in him. And we ask this, noting that we have known the incarnation of thy son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel. And that's, of course, what this day uh, commemorates. Uh, but as we've known his incarnation by this message of an angel, we also ask by, by Christ's cross and passion we may be brought into the glory of his resurrection uh, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. So looking back on the incarnation, looking back on uh, the message, or the, looking back on the Annunciation uh, and the message that was proclaimed there by an angel to the Virgin Mary, uh, we also ask, looking back on his cross and passion, that we may be brought into the glory of his resurrection. Uh, and that's certainly a worthwhile hope for all of us. The proto-epistle is found in Isaiah, the seventh chapter, beginning at the 10th verse. Again, the Lord said to Ahaz, Ask the sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Here then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey. When he knows how to, <clears throat> when he knows how to refuse evil, and choose the good. God says here to Ahaz, he he challenges him. Ask a question. Ask for a sign. Now, often people ask for signs. Often. Uh, we have to be careful in asking God for signs. God will often send us signs, but when we uh, when we presume to ask God for signs, we can be guilty of putting God to the test. Of course, Ahaz uh, refuses. He he says, "I will not put God to the test." Just as Jesus said when he was tempted, uh, he quoted scripture saying, "I will not," you know, that he would not put God to the test. And then God says to him, okay, it is, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? 
And so God gives him the sign that will come. And it is a great sign. It is a, 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 an impossible sign saved by God's grace because he said a virgin will conceive. This will be a sign. A virgin will conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Of course, simple biology tells us that virgins don't conceive children. But it will happen here. And his name will be called Emmanuel, which, which means God is with us. And indeed, when Jesus came, God was with us. That is the incarnation, born witness to even here by, uh, by the prophecy in, in the proto-epistle. And it says this son will eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. This foretells of our Lord's coming. Everything that Jesus did, or not everything that Jesus did, but throughout his life Jesus was fulfilling prophecies. The Old Testament points to Jesus, this does so in a very pointed way. And we have the privilege of looking back at, at all of this as an historical event. The gospel appointed for today is uh, found in the Gospel of St. Luke, the first chapter beginning at the 26th verse. In the seventh month, of the angel Gabriel was sent to God are sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb uh, in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary says to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. This is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Well, this, of course, is a direct foretelling of, of the Annunciation or of what happened, the announcement that Jesus was to be born, the announcement that, uh, that God himself would come into the world. The angel Gabriel appears to this virgin uh, in Nazareth, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Uh, now, betrothal, it's kind of hard for us to understand betrothal in, the, uh, in our culture today, but it, it, she was engaged to Joseph, but 
She was legally pledged to be married. It was more than an engagement like we might have. It, it had certain obligations uh, during that betrothal period. And Mary was betrothed to Joseph of the house of David. And so the angel comes to her and says, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And as so often happens when people encounter angels in Scripture, she was greatly troubled at the saying. She was confused. Mary was probably about 14 years old, give or take, when this happened. She was a very young woman. I mean, if, if an angel appeared to a woman who was 30 years old and a virgin and said that she was going to conceive and, and to bear a child as a virgin, uh, that would be a remarkable thing. But, we, but it's even more poignant when you think about how young Mary was. And this troubles her, and, and the angel tells her, don't be afraid. It's interesting that when humans encounter angels in Scripture, uh, the message is so often, don't be afraid or fear not. We often trivialize the, the ministry of angels, the work of angels. We see them as cute little cherubs or whatever. But to see an angel face to face is truly a fierce thing indeed. So the angel says that she would conceive in her womb and bear a son, that his name would be called Jesus, that he would be great and would be called the Son of the Most High, and that God would give him a throne and he would reign over the house of Jacob forever and have indeed an eternal kingdom, kingdom, kingdom that does not wax and wane like all earthly kingdoms do. And Mary's response to this will be, how will this be since I am a virgin? Or literally in the Greek, I, I do not know a man. She is perplexed. So the angel foretells that the Holy Spirit would come upon her and the power of the Most High would overshadow her and the child that was to be born would be called Holy, the Son of God. And then the angel announces something this remarkable as well. Lo and behold, her relative Elizabeth, who was old and had been called barren, was pregnant at that time. Pregnant, of course, we know with John the Baptist. She who had been called barren was about to be fruitful and to bear a son. For nothing is impossible with God. And while Mary had been troubled and she had been perplexed, and she'd asked, How do I know this? Or how will this be since I am a virgin? After the angel says that, her response is purely one of obedience. Behold, I am I am the servant of the Lord. The Greek dolos, a bond servant, a a slave of the Lord, as we all are. Let it be to me according to your word. The angel departed from her. We can give great thanks at this first announcement of our Lord's incarnation, of him caring so much for us that he came 
into our world. Born of a virgin, completely human, completely divine, simultaneously. But come so that he would bear the law, bear or, or keep the law, and bear our sins upon the cross so that we who were estranged from him could have forgiveness and reconciliation and ultimately adoption into his family. I pray that on this Feast of the Annunciation, the reality and the majesty of Christ's incarnation is renewed in your heart and mine. Thank you, and God bless you.